This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, an IRS watchdog says the handling of sensitive taxpayer records is often sloppy. CISA launches a new program to help bolster the network security of critical infrastructure organizations. And Republicans look to, quote, get feds out of the classroom by freezing hiring at the Education Department. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. An IRS watchdog says the agency isn't doing enough to prevent taxpayer records from falling into the wrong hands. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The IRS isn't always following its guidelines when sending large volumes of sensitive taxpayer records between its tax processing centers nationwide. That's according to a recent report from the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration. IRS employees say incomplete forms when shipping files meant there would be no way to identify which taxpayers were affected when records are lost in transit. TIG defines 11 packages containing sensitive tax records were lost in transit between January 2021 and August 2022. The IRS only recovered two of those packages. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Nurses at two defense health agency clinics in Hawaii have solidified their first-ever collective bargaining agreement. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has the details. That new contract currently covers 350 registered nurses working at DHA who will be represented by the American Federation of Government Employees. The employees at the two facilities in Hawaii are part of a total 40,000 civilian bargaining unit employees who are in the process of transferring to DHA. The new local contract is an interim agreement and AFGE expects a larger contract coming forward once the union gets through a list of cases with the Federal Labor Relations Authority. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Intelligence agencies are still grappling with how to take advantage of open-source information. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. A new open-source intelligence office is working under the Director of National Intelligence to help coordinate OSINT efforts across the intelligence community. Officials are also trying to professionalize the OSINT discipline across spy agencies through standards and tradecraft. Intelligence agencies have been criticized in the past for overly relying on classified sources and methods. In order to take full advantage of OSINT going forward, officials say they want to make sure they're sharing data and best practices across agencies. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. GSA is giving some agencies more time to transition to the new telecommunications contract. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. Eight agencies now have until May 31st, 2026 to complete their transition to the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, or EIS, contract. That is six more agencies than the General Services Administration first announced back in December who were in need of extra time. These eight agencies are getting two extra years on top of the previous extension. GSA gave 80 agencies to complete their transition to EIS by May 2024. As of August 2nd, GSA says 133 out of 222 agencies have completed their transition from networks. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is launching a new voluntary program to help bolster the network security of critical infrastructure organizations. 
The Ready, Set, Cyber program will help both critical infrastructure and state and local governments get access to services tailored to their specific cybersecurity needs. CISA plans to use a questionnaire to get more information from participating organizations about the current state of their cyber defenses. CISA is accepting comments on the new program through a federal register notice until October 10th. Agencies have new requirements to ensure grantees receiving certain kinds of funding comply with the Build America, Buy America Act that was part of the bipartisan infrastructure law known as Bill. The Office of Management and Budget's final rule issued today tells agencies, starting in October, that they must give preference to grantees who are buying American-made iron, steel, and other construction materials for all infrastructure projects, whether funded through Bill or not. OMB issued initial guidance in April 2022, but this new memo provides updates to the definition of the manufacturing process and to the different categories of products. House Republicans have introduced a bill intended to freeze hiring at the Department of Education. The Freeze Act from Florida Congressman Aaron Bean would block the department from hiring any new employees as well as establishing any new positions. It would also permanently rescind any funding related to new hiring at the Education Department. Bean, along with other Republicans on the Education and Workforce Committee, say the goal of the bill is to, quote, get feds out of the classroom and stop the ever-increasing bureaucracy at the Department of Education. By the end of the month, the Army's new Voluntary Education and Training Portal will be fully deployed and able to interface with the Army's integrated personnel and pay system. The portal, called Army Ignited, now allows all user groups, including soldiers, cadets, and civilians, to request funds for education, training, and professional development opportunities. The system is designed to make applying for training easier and payments to academic institutions and vendors faster. Defense Department veteran Jennifer Hay takes over as director of the Defense Digital Service, or DDS, in the office of the Chief Digital and AI Officer. Hay's been serving as Principal Deputy for the DDS since January. She replaces Jin Young England, who was Acting Director for less than a year. Hay held multiple Defense Department positions in the past, including a stint with the Joint Chiefs of Staff and as Deputy Director for Intelligence and Security. Hay also worked in the private sector for Data Robot as Head of Global Government Relations. NASA is bringing a longtime intelligence community official into its ranks as its chief data officer. David Salmanini is taking over as NASA's CDO following the retirement of Ron Thompson last year. Salmanini served as the chief information officer for the intelligence community, as well as holding several jobs at the Defense Intelligence Agency. He joined the civil service in 2005 after retiring from the Air Force as a communications and computer systems officer. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, August 15th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.